guys, before we start on today's podcast, I've got something super exciting to let you know about. I've got Kate here with me. Hello, Kate. Hello. Hi, standouters. Haha. <laughs> We've got something special coming up on the 1st of July. Kate, That's do you right. want to tell them and why it's so exciting? Yes. So we have decided to merge our superpowers. Ola and myself, we want to help as many online teachers with what we're calling the ultimate video content booster for online teachers. So we're running a workshop on the 1st of July. You're going to walk away with an incredible list of things for you to create that will boost the crap out of your business. And we cannot wait to see you there. We cannot wait to see you there. And honestly, if you've been following any of us or both of us, you know that this workshop is going to be absolutely amazing. You're going to walk away with at least 60 ideas, more feeling more confident about your video content. So you, you just cannot miss it. See you there, guys. Okay. Let's do this. All the info in the description of the episode and see you on the 1st of July. Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So, welcome to this space, and I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hey, lovely people, welcome to another episode of Standout in ELT. And today is going to be super, super juicy. I know that you love content episodes, so here is another corker for you. So today I wanted to talk to you about how to create content with intention. And the reason for me recording this podcast is my own observations, but also the doubts, the questions and the constant struggles that so many teachers have, I would say mainly on Instagram, but it's not exclusive to Instagram because you're totally allowed to choose other platforms where you want to be visible. Um, there is no question that you, if you want to grow your business, if you want to become visible, if you want to, um, you know, let people know um, about what you've got to offer and that there are things on sale, whether they are ebooks, products, memberships, courses, or even just one-to-one -one classes, social media is just the easiest way to do it. And it's usually for free. Absolutely. You can um, work with paid uh, advertising, you can invest in ads, but until you've actually cracked your organic marketing, I would probably not recommend that. So if you really want to do um, take the most or maximize the use of social media, you need to know how to do content. So let's talk about it. Why do we struggle with content so much? Let's answer this question first. I think the biggest problem is that obviously social media is one of the 
biggest things nowadays. We spend so much time there. We just get overwhelmed by the amount of information, by the amount of content that we consume and by the amount of things that we see and that we compare ourselves to. So my first uh, kind of assumption, but I don't think it's far from the truth, is that we just consume too much, okay? And it's a decision. We can change that. We can shift the focus. So I'm going to share a little secret. I do not consume much social media. I do have some binge TikTok sessions when I'm really bored or I really have no energy and no power and willpower to do anything else. But other than that, I try to limit myself. And even if I do, I spend time intentionally on uh, social media, whether it is Instagram whatever other platform, okay? So it means by intention, by intentionally spending time on social media, I mean things like, you know, going on there at a set time during the day and doing some research, basically. It's a trap, so be careful because sometimes we tell ourselves, oh, I'm just doing research. I'm gonna look for inspiring reels or TikToks so that I can create more of my own stuff. But, uh, you know, then we spend... 30 minutes and then an hour and then we just go down a negative thought spiral and it's just not good for us. So always remember, even set a timer for yourself, you know, um, that you shouldn't be wasting time there. And as when you feel, when you see that, oh, it's not serving me anymore, just stop it. Just say, okay, that's it, enough, okay? Okay. See if you can create some space when you're actually screen free. I know that there are all those rules about, oh, let's not post and ghost. So let's not, uh, which for some of you who may not know, it means that when you post a piece of content, you should be engaged on the platform for a while. Yeah, cool. But if you don't do it always, nothing's going to happen. I barely, to be honest, uh, you know, post content and then engage because I just don't have time for it. I also post at random times of the day and it still works. I think that you can do so much more. Um, you can give so much more value to your followers or potential clients if you actually do what moves the needle, if you actually do things that have a clear um, intention in mind, but also have a clear um, idea of where the conversions come from, right? So let me talk about it a little bit more when it comes to actual content creation. So first things first, don't spend so much time on social media. And when you create it, know what your idea behind it is or where it should lead. That should be something that you that you always keep at the back of your head. So my first thing for you, first favor that I want to ask you is that next time you open your Instagram page or wherever, whatever other platform there is, and if you think, oh, I should probably post something, just stop. Okay, you don't have to post anything. If it's just for the sake of posting, then don't do it. It won't do anything anyway. Number one, because if you create content just for the sake of posting so that you are keeping your consistency going, which I know is important, then 
um, you are unlikely to know what's the idea behind or what's the intention behind that piece of content. But number two, energetically, so that's the woo-woo stuff, energetically, you won't be engaged in the process of creating it. So if you don't have an idea of what that piece of content is supposed to do, then you will come across as a confused person. That's it. And especially if it is video content, whatever it is, whether it is a video post, a reel or a piece of your um, Instagram story, for example. So always just I give you permission not to post if it becomes a chore. Okay, it's much better to sit down and think of your intentions behind it rather than post randomly. I know I always so so we need to find balance between what I always say, which is start anyway and take messy action. Yes, that's true. But at the back of your head, always have an idea of where it's supposed to be going. Okay, so now let's go down to that. Um, why you're here today, basically. (laughs) So there are three intentions um, of content, basically. Only three. Only three. Number one, it's growing your audience. Number two, it's nurturing your audience. And number three, it's selling. It's not always super clear and transparent that there is only one like sort of purpose behind a a piece of content, but it should be for you. Okay. So it's absolutely fine if there is a, um, if there is a piece of content that both nurtures and sells, I would say that it's unlikely that there is a piece of content that would at the same time grow your audience and sell because that's, that's not how it works, but you can combine different, uh, different um, intentions, okay, different purposes. So when it comes to growing your audience, um, think of content that basically collects likes or collects comments or collects shares, because that's how you get more eyeballs onto your content. So how do you do that? You create content that is easy to consume. That's why I do not condone completely like language content. If it works for you, create a little bit of it, but add your own sauce to it. Make it relatable to your future offers, right? Make it um, into something that um, that shows you, showcases you and your offers in the position of an authority and in the position of a solution to people's or learners' problems, right? So if you want to grow your audience, be clear about it, okay? Ask for whatever the action you want people to take. If you want to grow your audience, you will ask people to like your post. So make sure that there are clear calls of action underneath your uh, your posts. Okay. So tell them to like it. Okay. Please stop. And I'm going to bust a myth here. There is still so much content that at the end, especially the carousel content that says like, comment, or share. Please decide what do you want people to do? If people have too many instructions, they will always be confused. And you know what people do when they are confused? Nothing. So make sure that you know what you want people to do. I know that we sometimes want to kill multiple birds with one stone. Sorry, it doesn't work like that. So you either ask people to like it, to comment it, to share it or to save it. 
okay? Just let's, let's have it clear. Um, and it's absolutely fine if for a few weeks you want to grow your audience. So then your content can be just a mixture of things that is shareable, a mix of content that is likable or commentable, if that's a word. Okay. Uh, remember that by uh, making people comment, you're also growing engagement. Also when, when, when it's saved, right? You're growing engagement. If you grow your engagement, then the algorithm say, sees that uh, it's valuable content. So it's important that something happens, okay? It is secondary what happens, okay? Um, I wouldn't worry too much about what has more like impact on your content because if you get into the... It's much more important that you get into the habit of thinking that there should be one intention behind each piece of content than the fact that, you know, likes mean less than a comment, okay? Yes, they mean a bit less probably in the eyes of the algorithm, but do not get obsessed about it, okay? So that's my first thought. Growing your audience should be clear in your mind, okay? And you shouldn't always be growing your audience. Remember that what's more important is that the followers that you already have, okay? Obviously, at the beginning, it's important to grow your audience, but then don't forget about the people who are already there. And they don't want to be seeing, and they can't be seeing the same stuff that the new followers are seeing, okay? Okay. Uh, I'm not saying that there will never be um, content that will not play the two roles of growing and nurturing your audience. Absolutely, that happens, okay? But please know that there will be content that is um, clearly aimed at people who already know something about you. So how do you recognize that content? For me, it's the content that doesn't get many views. For example, my reels. I have a reel that has... 500 views, which is nothing, but it has 113 likes and it has 25 or 29 comments. That's how I know that this content nurtured my audience, my existing audience. It didn't get in front of the new audiences, but I'm fine with it. I know that my existing people are happy. Okay. And finally, there is the selling content. The selling content is the content that basically informs people of your offers. But not only, it's also a content that uh, shares testimonials, for example, or the, uh, the way your courses or your products work. Um, or it could be a, uh, even a live is a sales um, content if you construct it well. Because, you know, everything that you do should lead somewhere. It shouldn't be there just for the sake of being there. And you, you need to understand that. So I know that this whole thing is much more complex than um, what I'm able to explain in, in a podcast episode. But the bottom line is that you need to know that it's not enough that you're just there. It's, it's not enough. It's simply not enough. It takes creating lots of messy content that is out there. Yes, I agree. But also a lot of listening, a lot of conversations, a lot of you listening to feedback. Okay. And I'm sorry, but likes are not enough feedback for you to know what to do. Okay. Because likes are something very simple. 
are something that doesn't take much effort and that's why we often um that's why we often get so obsessed with them because we think oh many likes mean that people like it yeah possibly but are those people doing anything else rather than only liking your content that's the question you should be asking yourself because to me um a proper client journey comes from a person who likes to a person who then engages more okay because if they only like and they just stay and do nothing then they are useless followers they are followers that are I'm not saying never but that are just not getting closer to um, buying from you basically as simple as that so there is another thing and there is another layer to that and that applies to any purpose behind your content, whether it is growing, nurturing or selling. Um, it's the education, entertainment and engagement. Okay, so in every at every stage of that client journey, because it is a client journey, basically, or a follower journey um, that leads to conversion, you can always educate people, entertain people and engage people. What a lot of people do is only educate and I'm sorry, but that's not going to create much. It's going to create some likes. It's going to create something that will be a um, an illusion of growing an audience. But we need to think about the quality of that audience. And a, a high quality audience is an engaged audience. So you need to be providing content that is also engaging. Okay. So whether it is asking questions, whether it is posting something that is relatable, or whether it is just having a genuine conversation with people, whether it is in your grid content or your story content, but to be perfectly honest with you, stories are absolutely amazing for engagement and for generating um genuine, um, authentic relationships with people, which is what we need, which is what we want, right? Because people buy from people, right? If you have a business, you your actions should be leading to people converting into something, converting into more engaged followers, converting into uh, your advocates, converting into clients, right? And eventually, hopefully, when they've become your clients, they also become your super fans, right? I'm not saying that you cannot have super fans who never buy from you. That's also possible. And that's, that's absolutely great. But you need to be, uh, you need to be taking people onto, onto that journey. And it's your job to figure out how to do it, because it's your job to listen to what they respond to. Okay, and likes are not the only way and not enough of a way um, to do that. So please remember that. Okay. remember also, and I talked about it in my um, stories last week, by the way, I wanted to mention something because I don't know if you've noticed, I'm very, very active on Instagram at uh, Ola Coaches Teachers. So please follow me if you uh, still are not, or, although I think it's unlikely. Um, there is a new, or probably not new, but there is an option called Close 
friends on stories. What it means is that you're in an exclusive group of my followers that are the only people, and currently this group is of about 200 people, who receive some exclusive content from me on stories weekly. I've been having so much fun for the last three or four weeks doing the close friends uh, trainings, tips, sharing my thoughts, sharing some personal stuff and uh basically experimenting with it that I would love to have more people there okay so if you're not on my close friends list or if you've only just if you're not sure or if you're only just hearing about this please reach out to me on Instagram and I'll add you there Uh, those trainings are not available anywhere else so it's super exclusive that's why it's so good Um, but it's a fantastic way of us um, building a relationship but also of you um, seeing how I work and how I train and what I've got to say. So it's it's just a nice way of, of, um, of learning from me, but also seeing if possibly maybe we can work together in the future in a paid way, which is obviously my intention, right? It would be cool, but it's also fine if you stay there for free because I love, love, love um, providing lots of value. But make sure that you reach out to me if you haven't seen my close friends um trainings then you're probably not there so reach out and I'll be happy to add you there for free okay um so just to sum up because I wanted this episode to to be quite short and concise for you to have some food for thought remember that each piece of content on your social media platforms should have an intention in mind, whether it is to grow your audience, to nurture your audience or to sell or those purposes being a little bit intertwined within uh, that one piece of content, there should be that. There cannot be pieces of content that do nothing or just there for the sake of um, you being there. Uh, However important consistency is, if you ever feel that your content becomes a chore, then go back to the basics. Go back to thinking what you want your content to do and eventually where you want it to lead. What your offer is, basically. Even if it is just one-to-ones or even if it is a super cheap product, it's absolutely fine. It should be doing something, okay? It also should be educating, entertaining and engaging people. Not every post will play those three post or piece of content will play those three roles, but it can. It's also fine if it does. Okay. It's important to be human. It's important to build your authority. It's important to show people how cool it is to work with you or buy your products and what they do. So that's what your content should be doing. It shouldn't only be, and value is not only educating people and showing them new things every day, because people don't have the brain capacity and it's tiring to be learning new things daily. It's much more important that you use your Uh, social media platforms as uh, a way of promotion, as a way of uh, generating genuine conversations and um, nurturing relationships with your people and listening to them. So as much as possible, wherever you do it, um, allow people 
to share their thoughts with you and to interact with you. That's going to bring you so much more also user generated content and ideas from your audience um, when it comes to their struggles, things that they relate to or whatever else. It's always going to be worth it. Okay, so these are all my thoughts. I also wanted to say that, as you probably know, content is is important is important and it's and it's easy uh when you when you finally kind of understood <laughs> how to use it for your own benefit uh but there is one specific type of content that is definitely going to bring results so whether you are a person who is still not sure on how to do it or whether you've been trying a few things but you're still like kind of looking for inspiration or some guidance then video content and the power of video content is definitely something that you should be considering. So uh, you may have heard already at the beginning of this podcast myself and Kate with whom I recorded the previous episode are running a fantastic workshop called the ultimate video content booster it's on the 1st of July um on zoom uh it costs only 30 euros so it's a small investment compared to what you're getting there because you'll be getting tips things to avoid and best practices for your video content on social media, both from Kate and from myself. Kate is an absolute real queen who's gone viral multiple times on her multiple platforms. And so she is going to share all those juicy tips with you. You will also walk away with 30 content Uh, ideas for your reels and me I am going to share lots of juicy stuff about your stories because I think that people are uh, currently still underestimating the power of stories I want to give you best tips on how to approach stories how to make uh, how to feel less awkward about your stories and also I'll give you 30 story prompts to use in your teaching business so if you want to take part in this event I think it's a very very uh, affordable investment Uh, it's happening on the 1st of July at 7 30 UK time in the evening or 8 30 Central European time the link to the workshop is in the description of this episode as well as in my uh, link in my bio on Instagram so I hope to see you there if you have any questions whatsoever uh, please hit me uh, with your questions and I'll be happy to answer them okay uh, next week we're gonna be talking about content as well so uh, and about social media as well maybe not content so I hope to see you here there and for now have a lovely lovely week and see you soon bye being a teacher is your superpower you know how to do it But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. 
Don't be a stranger. Say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.